Hi folks, my name is Linda Emmett and welcome to Happiness is an Inside Job. We are the creators of our own reality, we create our own lives. Our mind is our biggest limit and it's our own beliefs, behaviours and habits constantly caught in those cycles that keep us trapped where we are and stand in the way of our own happiness. So throughout this podcast, we're going to take a deep dive into some of those beliefs, habits and patterns, where they show up in your lives and what you can do to change them. On this week's podcast, we're going to look at self-abandonment and I this one this one makes me laugh a bit because nobody none of my clients are even you know people that I'm talking to like to hear that word self-abandonment because you know people kind of look and go what? we always assume I think it's other people that have abandoned us you know it, to be abandoned you know you're abandoned as a child you know you're you're abandoned by someone else it's we never actually look um look at self-abandonment which is one of the the most painful of all so this week we're going to take a look at what is it exactly to abandon ourselves and how to change it and self-abandonment is not being on your own team not backing yourself up not making you any form of a priority in your own life it's living and existing to Please others and meet others' needs, whether that's, you know, your children, your family, your friends, your your work colleagues, whatever that is. But it's living in a way that you're not a part of your own life. You're not the leading lady or gent in your own life. Nothing that that you do is for you or meets any of the needs that you have. And it can show up in so many ways and across all different aspects of our lives. And depending on, you know, our, our own beliefs and what's behind it, it can it can show up in so many different ways. It can show up in in work, being that person who feels that they, you know, they have to do more constantly. It has to be absolutely perfect or locking yourself into to overtime that, you know, you don't have the time, the energy or any of that to do. Um, agreeing to to take on extra work and different responsibilities that again you know that are in that detriment to you that is abandoning yourself for others because you're literally neglecting what you know that you need and that these things are possibly not possible or they'll be in detriment to your mental health and well-being and agreeing to do them anyway in that way you're abandoning you and meeting others needs and to us, it serves a purpose. We're trying to feed off people, please. And we're trying to get our value from what we do for others. And uh, we're trying to fill that void that we don't feel enough. But over time, it can absolutely be a detriment to ourselves. And especially if it's our way of living. It shows up a lot in, in parenting. And I absolutely get it. And 100% I'm, I'm guilty of it. We can make our, our, our kids our lives. And then wonder why we get angry then you know when when we don't feel appreciated or we don't feel love or we're being disrespected and all of those things because we've invested so much in our children and we've made them our lives when we don't get our own needs met we can get a bit angry frustrated or resented when really we've abandoned 
our own needs to raise our children. And the thing is there, and we think, you know, that we're being completely selfless. And of course, there's a little bit of, you know, selflessness to it. But the thing is, we don't teach our children how to be and how to live as adults by telling them what to do. They mimic our behaviours. So if they see us completely abandoning ourselves and our own needs, our wants, our wishes, our dreams and desires to care for them, that's also what we're, what we're teaching them. So to be yourself in your life and have your wants and needs and do those things for yourself is not selfish. Uh, it's not mean, it's not greedy, it's not being neglectful or any of those things. It's putting you in your own life. It's, it's, it's meeting your needs within your own life. A good way of seeing it or looking at it is we leave parts of ourselves at the door. For example, you know, going into work, we can leave the, the fun, outgoing side of ourselves at the door or we can leave the needy side of ourselves at the door, the, the person that, you know, says no and has boundaries. We can leave aspects of ourselves at the door in situations when and play out a, a particular role or only walk off particular parts of ourselves. We're in parenting. We can be the absolutely responsible one. And of course we need to be that as parents, 100%. But it doesn't mean that you have to leave your fun, carefree side at the door. Um, you can also bring that in, but it's, it's leaving, it's abandoning parts of ourselves that we don't think are acceptable to other people. And because they are parts of who we are, we, we're neglecting those side, sides of ourselves. When it's a real negative to us it's when we are we're leaving our our true thoughts feelings and perspectives at the door we're leaving our own emotions behind how we're really feeling we're not speaking up so be it in work when you're going in and you know you're trying not to be frustrated overwhelmed upset any of those things, you're abandoning how you're really feeling in that situation. You're not bringing attention to what is actually going on with you. Um, when you're in, say, a relationship and you're not sharing your true thoughts or, or feelings on how you actually feel within that relationship, again, you're abandoning parts of yourselves. Maybe you feel super hurt or upset over something, but you're not sharing that. So you're neglecting those pieces of yourself and over time this can become a habit or a way of living and therefore we've literally abandoned our exiled parts of ourselves that that have needs and uh, we abandon our own vulnerabilities what we actually need from other people be it appreciation respect love whatever it is and we we, we don't ask and therefore we can be feeling completely unfulfilled we can feel unfulfilled we're in our relationships, in our work lives, in all of these places. And that pairs back to we're abandoning what we really need because the, the, the nature of it is we do not like to feel vulnerable, especially when we've been hurt in the past and we've all experienced hurt. But what happens is if we carry this hurt and pain with us and we don't deal with it, we don't heal it, it can change what we're looking for. It changes who we accept, 
how we show up in our relationship, what parts of ourselves we'll let others see. If your more needy side showed up in relationships before and you felt you were rejected because of it, you may not be as inclined in a new relationship to ask for what you need. If you were where possibly, you know, uh, you went through periods of, of sickness or illness within relationships and there was no one there you felt to meet your needs. Um, you can go into your next relationship being super strong, ab abandoning when you're feeling tired, exhausted, fatigued, run down, any of those things because you think there's no one there to, to meet your needs. And again, you're neglecting parts of yourselves. And what happens is, your behaviours then are still there, your needs are still there, and we get into conflict with ourselves. We're trying to push down or disregard the parts of ourselves that we don't want others to see, we, we feel have got us hurt in the past, and we're not using our own voice to support ourselves or stand up for ourselves. As I say, it shows up a lot within our relationships. It shows up when, within partner relationships, within friendships, with our children, where we don't speak up and ask for, for what it is. We don't use our voice and say, this is how I'm feeling because we've been hurt before when we've said this. So rather than us continue to speak up, we, we abandon those things that we do need and we stop speaking up for ourselves. We can put ourselves into situations that we are not totally comfortable with or that we, we don't want to be in. We can be, be too agreeable, like taking on that extra bit of work, that job, that role, committing to overtime or agreeing to do things that we know, as I've mentioned, are in absolute detriment to ourselves, that we don't have the time or the energy to, to give to these things that we've agreed to. And therefore we end up quite angry, frustrated or paid with ourselves. And then because we're frustrated and peed off with ourselves, we then take that out on ourselves. We hold attention in our system and we then look for ways to relieve the stress or the tension, which drives us into some of the behaviours that we pull in then. Where, you know, you're sitting, you know, the wine witch comes knocking and you're sitting having a few glasses of wine to get away from your own frustration and tension, to get away from your own anxiety or stress. You might be, you're, you're binge eating or you're, you're doing behaviours and then you pull in these behaviours, these become part of the habits and then you're more angry at yourself and more peed off at yourself because you're doing all of these things on top of how you were originally feeling. And what it comes back to is we are only pulling in all of these behaviours, these behaviours that don't serve us, that we keep going back to because of something underneath. There's a root behind them. And what generally is behind them is we've abandoned what we really need. We've abandoned what we really want. We've abandoned ourselves somewhere along the way. And then we're inviting in whatever our, our poison of choice is, those comfort-seeking foods or those comfort seeking behaviours to numb down what it is that we're feeling that we don't want to be feeling which is resentment, anger, tension, possibly exhaustion and we're using these foods to, to try and get away from those feelings and then we're looking at our lives going life 
feels a bit more like a chore or a hamster wheel, a relentless to-do list of doing so many things that underneath it all, there's a number of them that we, you know, we don't want to be doing. And we're again, abandoning ourselves for what we think others need to get what we need from others, be it the value in ourselves, people's approval, people's appreciation. These are the reasons we're doing them. But as I've said so many times, guys, you know, the relationship that we need to work on there is the relationship we're in with ourselves and to not be abandoning our own needs. One way we all abandon ourselves at some point along the line is we do what I call chameleon up. We try and turn or change ourselves into what we think others want to see or they want us to be. This shows up a lot, actually. I see it with, with clients in, in the workspace and, you know, business owners and things like that. As I say, people I work with. And overall, I think it actually shows up for, for quite a lot of us. I know it certainly showed up for me at points in, in um, starting up my business and in different aspects of my life where we constantly feel like, you know, our our education, our credentials, our, our, our knowledge aren't enough. We believe we need more of them to be accepted. We believe we need the next course, the next credential, the next learning to be accepted by other people. When it's, it's never about them. That is about you knowing and you believing you're enough. And that's where that lies. I was for years quite the course junkie always believing that I, I needed one more course to do one more thing and that drove a huge amount of imposter syndrome when really it wasn't about the next course the next learning the next thing they were never going to change who I am or the message that I want to put out there or give to people but I would think of I would be seeing you know big suits in me head now nothing wrong with having a fabulous suit but I'd be seeing big big suits in me head and you know them looking and looking at my credentials and judging them and who is this imposter showing up here and that was my head that's it, it that's that was me thinking I wasn't good enough to be in those spaces I needed more credentials and education and I see that a lot with people as I say with clients with business owners with, with friends of mine in, in general that's about what you believe about you. That's about you believing you are not enough as you are. And you are not enough in where you are in your life right now. And that's what needs to change. In our relationships, we can, you know, be that person that thinks we have to always show up with the sunny side up. You can never have a bad day or be down. And this can show up again in, in work, in friendships. You know, you might be the entertainer, the fun one, the, the confidant, what, whatever you can believe your role is. And you believe you always have to show up for that. And on a particular day, you might actually be feeling that way. And you might have things that, you know, maybe you want to share where you're not feeling that fun but you abandon that part of yourself and show up as as I say sunny side up and some of this you know it can it can come and it just said in that word there to these guys the, the sunny side up I remember growing up in school and there was a particular song that we used to sing in class and it was keep your sunny side up up hide the side that gets blue do and like, forgive the singing and all that, guys. But, like, this is, that was a primary school song. Keep your sunny side up. Hide the side that gets blue. 
do you know what you mean? And this is where some of this stuff actually comes from. This is where a lot of it comes from. And we learn to hide those parts of ourselves, abandon how we're really feeling and not ask for our needs to be met. We, we kill off parts of ourselves that we believe that won't be accepted, valued enough or loved. And then we end up either getting angry, feeling rejected or as a lot of us do, most of us as humans do, we then try and feed how we were, were feeling and fill that void with, with other behaviours that we pull in. We can, you know, or we're out there absolutely people pleasing our asses off, trying our best in every aspect, giving at an absolute detriment to ourselves and then left wondering why I'm after giving so much, doing so much, being so much. And then we go, and I still wasn't enough. I'm still not enough. What can I do that's more? And the root of it is, it's you can think more of you. You can own those parts of you that you believe aren't good enough. You can look at them. You can look at what it is you believe isn't good enough. What is it you're seeing? It's not real. It's just a fear. And... You know, this shows up in so many ways and so many aspects of our life. And some of it comes down to the difference between the image we have for ourselves that we want ourselves to be, that we see ourselves as, and what we actually really need and we really want. And again, you see it so much in, in our personal relationships and we, we can attack our body image, what we look like. It, kills intimacy within personal relationships because we we don't want to be seen now as we are we have this body image that we want ourselves to be we're not that so we abandon what we really are and we abandon our needs for affection intimacy love all of those things until we get back to that body and image that we believe we should be and it's so cruel and we can spend years in those spaces, years in those spaces, um, treating ourselves extremely badly, not allowing ourselves to have affection, love, intimacy, sex, all of those things until we meet that approved level we've said we need to be at, that body image that we want, that look we want. Literally, as I say, abandon what we actually need, abandon the need for, for love and affection. And that then negatively impacts the, the relationships that we're in. And obviously, you know, we don't have the conversation so much about what we really need. And these are the things that we need to be doing. Looking at what it is we really need. Yes, from other people, but more importantly from ourselves. What aspect do we think is not good enough? What side of ourselves are we abandoning when we're, when we're walking in that door or walk? What are we agreeing to that we know what well, we know as all the time we know when we're saying yes to things that we should have said no to because the no is there. The no is there in your mind, but sometimes the yes flies out of your mouth and you, you know. So it's looking at those situations in your life and learning to build in those boundaries for yourself to stop abandoning yourself and what you need and start building that relationship with yourself. Because that is the most important one. That's the one that 
you need to be. It's not about anybody else abandoning you. And it is about having the courage and the vulnerability to show your loved ones, the world, yourself, all parts of yourself, all parts of who you are. We can spend from our childhoods onwards looking for the wholeness we had when we were babies. But that comes with owning all parts of yourself, owning what you deem weaknesses, owning the, the parts that you, you don't like. I've, you know, shared versions of myself where, where I've had, as I say, different things, self-harm, bulimia, different things like that. I hated that version of myself for a long time. I hated the child that I was, all of those things. I abandoned all those parts of myself. And it's only when I've learned to rebuild and accept who I am, all of those parts, and that that young child, that teen me, that young adult me, survived the best way I could from what I knew then. And it's accepting that and looking at that with love and compassion and kindness and the love and compassion and kindness that you would so readily give to someone else. It's giving that to yourself and forgiving yourselves for things that you, you know, you thought you would have showed up better or stronger or more courageous or wherever in the past. It's letting it go, letting yourself off the hook and accepting that you handled those things the best way that you could at the time. And again, learning to show yourself the same compassion, kindness and love that you, you show others, building that relationship with yourself. So that's it for me for this week, guys. I hope you've really enjoyed it and got some fabulous takeaways. And as always, I invite you to connect in with me across social media or check me out on my website, www.yourgifttoyou.com or email me, linda at yourgifttoyou.com, guys, because I'd love to hear from you and any topics you'd like for us to talk about or any more learnings that you want. And please remember, give me those reviews because it keeps the podcast getting out there to more people. So chat to you very soon, guys. Bye-bye.